Hey y'all, you're back with Girls in the Garage. This is Lindsay. I'm Natalia. And today we're going to talk about an interesting conversation. We are going to talk about libido. Listen, it's a part of life, okay? We're talking about this for educational purposes. We're all adults. We're all adults. And we're about to get into it because a lot of people actually struggle with this, then you realize. Yeah, so Nat is going to take us on a deep dive today and talk about libido. Here we go. All right, you guys, are you ready to talk about libido? We're going to have a serious and honest conversation. A lot of people, but not only people, women struggle with losing their libido. It happens depending on what time of the cycle you're on um, throughout life, going through different hormone changes. This is a very real thing that occurs is losing your libido. Libido is very important. Just saying means your body's working right. So the hormones that contribute to libido is most commonly, now this is more towards women, not so much men, but the hormones that most commonly contribute to libido is estrogen, testosterone, then we also have cortisol, insulin, and then your thyroid function and your thyroid hormone is also very, very important for your libido support. If you're not familiar with what libido is, you can either Google it or I'll just tell you right now. Libido is your sex drive. Women especially, it's normal to have, or you should have a sex drive, right? And a lot of women experience a decrease of sex drive, and there are a lot of causes into that. So mental health is a big one, especially if you're on antidepressants. Depression alone can cause low libido, but so can your antidepressant medication. So this can be a common side effect of common medications used. It also kind of chimes into our episode with birth control, the beef on birth control, if you haven't listened to it, uh, when Nat talked about how often our medications can disrupt our birth control intake, just like the trifecta, it also decreases your libido. So it's just interesting to find these correlations that you think you're helping one thing when it's damaging another and vice versa. It's a ripple effect. Yep, everything's a domino effect, y'all. Like Lindsay just said, birth control is another really big one that can put a little dent in your libido. And then hormone imbalance. So many things can cause a hormone imbalance, but especially if you're just not eating healthy or not exercising regularly, hormone imbalance in particular with estrogen and testosterone, yes, women, you do produce a little bit of testosterone. If you throw that off in any way and you have a dysregulation of your constant cyclic release of those hormones, you really will affect your libido. Like Nat said, sex is part of life. If you want to reproduce, ladies, in our last episode, I talked about understanding your anatomy, but libido also runs with that because you shouldn't live with painful sex. You shouldn't live with uncomfortable anything when it comes to your anatomy. So I think this is a really important topic that we're bringing up because I, it's also one of those topics nobody ever wants to talk about because it, it's like a hidden topic, but it does matter and you shouldn't have to deal with this. So if you are struggling in this area or discomfort with anything, let us help you with this. Yeah, it's a common problem that I didn't realize was so prevalent until starting to do the research, and there's a lot of women that do struggle with this, as well as one thing we all, especially students, but women in general, moms, something that really drives your life is stress, right? And you let stress get the best of you, and if you're not taking time for you, and doing things that really help you control your stress and stress management, that can really take control of your libido as well. And then one of the biggest ones that I'm very passionate about is gut health. We have a podcast about gut health. Go listen. Shameless plug. <laughs> if you have poor gut health and you have a unhealthy microbiome and you're not 
eating to support your gut health, that can also affect hormone production and can affect your libido. Mm. Because let me tell you, if you're putting shit into your body, I'm going to say it like that. If you're not feeding fuel to your body with like nourishment, you're not going to want to do the deed. Your body isn't no. going to want to. I wouldn't want to. And an unhealthy gut, you're bloaty, you're gassy. Oh, nah. <laughs> not exactly screaming sexy time. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Hard pass. Another one for my girls in their 20s, alcohol. This is a big one for your gut health, but also your libido. Alcohol can be really damaging as well as intermittent drug use, which I don't recommend. However, you know, just to be devil's advocate over here, I love me a glass of red wine. They did say in mm. something where <clears throat> red wine can increase your libido, but I think it's because it also gives you a little bit of liquid courage. You know what I'm saying? So if you need a glass of red wine, go ahead. I am a wino, so one glass of red wine, totally fine. But if you're like binging every weekend on alcohol, maybe do some self-reflection. I agree. I'm not telling you what to do, but live you know, your life. Live your life. Do what you got to do. But just in case you know you're struggling with this and that you drink often, note note this. Lindsay's gonna get into a little bit on how to heal your gut with certain foods. But some common vitamin deficiencies that can really hurt your libido, a lot of your B vitamins, if you're deficient in B12, B5, that is directly correlated to your libido, as well as vitamin D. This is a big one because vitamin D is a precursor to produce a lot of your reproductive hormones. And then zinc, omega-3, magnesium, and then overall thyroid dysfunction, if you're noticing especially as a female, if you're cold all the time, if you're hot all the time, if you've noticed a change in your appetite or metabolism, maybe head up your doctor and get your thyroid checked out. I think thyroid is a huge underrated mm -hmm. thing that is often missed for a disruptor in people's lives because your little thyroid does a whole hell of a lot for your body. It's true. And we'll say this again, the ripple effect of it, like if you're not getting your T3, T4, any of that, your whole body is like, what the hell? Because it, it does ripple through your whole body and help make other hormones work. So it's a big one. Make sure you're getting your thyroid checked. Yes. So let's go into how can you support your hormone production? How can you support your libido? If you're trying to heal your libido, tap in. Here we go. So we're creeping up on summertime and watermelons are delicious. Well, watermelon is shown to increase your libido, you know, Gets the juices flowing. Hey! Um, another interesting one I found was asparagus. And we all know asparagus makes your pee stink. But it's very interesting. It's jam-packed full of vitamin B. And not just mention, one of the deficiencies with the libido is low vitamin B. And this will help replenish your vitamin B. Another one I found was avocados and oysters. We know oysters are an aphrodisiac. So those are packed full of zinc, which helps increase your blood flow. So it really gets the blood flowing, if you know what I mean. And then different meats or salmon, salmon especially, because it's jam-packed with omega-3s, which we're often deficient in because not enough people get the right amount of omega-3. So I found that interesting. So make sure that if you can incorporate salmon, that's in your diet as well. Uh, nuts and seeds. We talked last week about the importance of seeds. So just look into different types of seeds that you can find that might support your body in different ways. Apples, an apple a day keeps a doctor away. You know how it is say. <laughs> Why does rhyme? That was good. You're a poet and you didn't know it. <laughs> and then a last one that I found was beets. So beets we know are like, it's like a superfood. You can put beets in your diet and it will help numerous things. But what I found is this helps increase your blood circulation. Therefore, it also just 
it helps your body properly function. These are just a couple of foods that I found and I highlighted the red wine once again because go ahead and have a glass. It doesn't hurt. I've heard people say, doctors say that, you know, a glass of red wine is good for your cardiovascular system. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me just hold up. My great-grandma was in the nursing home, right? And they allowed her a glass of red wine a day, as per her doctor. Homegirl lived so long, and I was like, it's that wine. That wine is like, that's what's doing it. Anyway, so when I'm old in the nursing home, that I want a glass of red wine a day. Just no, saying. I'm not mad about it. I would bring you a glass of wine. Thank you. You're so welcome. Except... You'll probably be in a nursing home before me. <laughs> I was waiting for I thought you were going to be like, except you're going to die for us because you're older. So right? actually, I'll be bringing you the red wine. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Just getting all the love. So we've mentioned this doctor a few times with Dr. Jolene Brighton. You can look her up on Instagram. She does a lot of helpful tips for women specifically to help heal their bodies with different things, but specifically associated with your cycle and uh, libido. So she kind of put out this easy template yeah she gave like a template and it kind of breaks it down on ways that you can support your specific hormone if you're low if you don't want to guess and you're struggling with this we highly highly encourage you to find a functional medicine doctor find a naturopath find any doctor who will run a hormone panel on you or get blood work done because if you don't want to guess you can look at specifically what you're deficient in what you're low in especially when it comes to hormones so for your estrogen, vitamin E is correlated with your boost of estrogen and foods that have high vitamin E can be hazelnuts, avocados, and almonds. And then testosterone, as Lindsay mentioned before, zinc is really important. So zinc is very good for boosting testosterone. This is found, like Lindsay said, in oysters, you can find it in beef, in eggs, this is all kind of tapping off of what Lindsay went into. And then cortisol. This can be supported by vitamin B5. We went into how important the B vitamins are for your libido. Mushrooms, eggs, avocados, very good. Insulin, chromium is a huge supporter for insulin. You need insulin to drive glucose or sugar into your cells so that you can produce ATP or energy. So this is how that is directly correlated with libido. And grapes is actually high in chromium. Didn't know that, but I do love me a good grape. Pop you a grape or two. Here's the real question. Green grapes or red grapes? Well, you just made me think, is that why red wine is good for you? Because grapes, wine, hello. Girl, I don't know, but it gotta be good because it's natural, yeah. right? Fermented, baby. Everyone knows fermented foods are good for you. That's what I'm saying. Like, we just pieced it together. And then thyroid selenium is really good for boosting your thyroid hormones. Again, eggs. Eggs and avocados are a staple food that you should be eating every day if you don't have a sensitivity to them. Uh, a good piece of avocado toast with an egg on top of uh, the morning, sourdough bread. Oh my gosh. Does that not sound heavenly? So what we're saying is go buy chickens and go get an avocado tree. You're set for life. And get a sourdough starter. There you go. You don't need anything else. Lindsay, I know you found a lot of stuff that you can heal your libido in other ways. So can you kind of tap into what you found? For sure. So we already talked about a little bit how important our diet and getting those herbs, different herbs are. So let's just keynote those one more time. So your diet is important. Getting the natural herbs are important. But 
Also, different ways to manage stress. So we've talked about this in the past, so that can be seen through exercise, doing things you love, managing your anxiety, whatever that may be. Do more of that. So think about, we're prescribing you self-care. Find things you like and do those, and your body's going to thank you for that. So if you are struggling with libido, go for a bike ride. If that's what you like to do, read a book. Find things that your body's like, oh, I'm at ease, because then your cortisol, which is your stress hormone, isn't skyrocket through the through the sky, I don't know what I'm saying, but it's not through the roof, therefore you're lowering it, which might make your body more at ease to want to have sex. You know, I have to say the word sex. We're just going to say it. Say it. Sex. <laughs> I love that. We're keeping that. Um, and another thing that I really want to tap on is sleep. We've talked about this numerous times. We're also going to, our favorite word lately, shameless plugs, the aura ring. So that can help track your sleep. The other night before a really big test, I only got five hours and 41 minutes of sleep and two minutes of REM. That is not good. I don't recommend that at all. Last night, I got nine hours and 14 minutes of sleep with 23 minutes of REM. My REM is still, still low, but it's really important that we're hitting that eight to nine hours of sleep because I'm going to be honest, nobody wants to have sex if they're really freaking tired or their bodies run down because you're not replenishing your body each night. Sleep is important. I just listened to one of uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman's podcasts, and he talked about sleep specifically. And he was basically saying that people are trying to prove and prove again that they can run on short amount of sleep. We can't. Us as a species, our species needs to sleep and get enough sleep or else we cannot function to our optimal levels. So just go listen to him. Listen to us. He's He knows what he's saying, too. We'll give him credit. But that's just really, really important. And another thing that I'll bring to your guys' attention is that book I'm reading, The Pleasure Prescription, that is going to help you explore things that you may or may not like. And I know this is an uncomfortable conversation for some, but if you're not excited to do the deed or do anything like that, you're not going to want to. So find things that you like, don't like, explore, don't explore, read books, do whatever you need to do to figure out what you may like or don't like because that will also contribute to your libido. In healing your libido as well, if you are struggling with this, we went into exercise and how that can be really beneficial, but also making sure that you have a well-rounded diet and you're not going ham on the processed sugar. So processed sugars or simple sugars can actually affect the way that your body absorbs minerals and vitamins. So if you're deficient, there's probably a reason you're deficient. Either you're not eating it or your body's not absorbing it. So this kind of plays in with gut health, making sure that you are limiting the amount of sugar that you're putting in your body, but you also need to make sure there's like a stigma, there was, I think it's getting better, on eating healthy fats or animal fats. You need healthy fats. You need to be eating avocados. Animal fat is good for you. Mm -hmm. It is good for hormone production, but also fat, natural fat is really good for absorbing um, vitamins and minerals. So making sure that you're getting that in your diet. Honestly, if I could become a fruit, I would be an avocado. Avocados are like, they have everything you need in them. Just I never saying. thought about what I would be. I'll have to get back to you. This is a tough choice. I feel like you would be, I'm pretty sure you'd be a lemon. Yeah. Is it because I like yellow? Yeah. I was thinking pineapple, which is also yellow. Oh, I could see a pineapple. Yeah. What, what fruit are you guys? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate you guys listening to us today. And if you are curious more on any topics that we talked about, check out our gut health episode. Check out our The Beef with Birth Control. We love that one. Be prepared for part two. We already have a list going for that one, so that'll be out soon. We have so many episodes that we, we piece together because we're trying to show you guys a whole picture and help you guys just piece together your life like we are. So 
Go ahead, like, subscribe, follow. We appreciate it so much. We have a giveaway coming up we are so excited about. We just want to give back to those. We aren't asking for anything. We're just asking for the support you guys are already giving us. Like, this is bigger than we could ever thought of. And we're just so grateful. So please do what you can for us. We really appreciate it. Leave us reviews. Give us your feedback. We're, we're an open book. So thanks, y'all.